Right now, a future president could be running as a local candidate on your ballot. This person is vying to represent you, your family, and your community. Do you know what they are and what they stand for? Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased, up-to-the-minute election information on the candidates running in local races. Just enter your address to get started. Your vote is your power, the power to decide who represents you in 2022 and beyond. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on election day. to rock and roll. Okay. All right, so let's start from the top. Can you let everybody know who you are and what office you're running for? Yeah, so my name is Jordan Hawker, and I'm running for the upcountry seat of the Maui County Council. Right on. And so for a little education for the audience, uh, we're asking everybody to help explain what the office they're running for does. So could you give a little insight on what a city council member would do? Absolutely. So um, county council oversees a couple different areas. Um, one of the major ones is uh, thoroughly vetting and approving um, budgets each year, as well as, um, you know, really in theory, listening to the public and getting feedback on things that we need in forms of legislation or ordinances. So that's the that's it in a nutshell. Um, it's a panel of nine elected officials that that should be serving public interests. Right on. Well, before we get into your campaign, could uh, we get a little history about you, uh, where you come from, and uh, how we got to this moment here? Yeah, you know, I'm not usually forth, super forthcoming with the fact that um, I've been on Maui for around 10 years. Mm -hmm. I'm originally from, um, I was born in Topeka, Kansas. A lot of my family are cattle ranchers and farmers, um, background in, in homesteading, and then sort of turned into big agriculture, which is what happened in uh, 
in the Great Plains area. So um, I initially came here for a job and um, currently, you know, before my uh, decision to run for council is involved in or still involved in community advocacy, specifically around birthing rights and um, and compassionate solutions for our unsheltered residents here in Maui County. I'm also um, midway through my degree in sustainable science management here at UH Maui College. Then I have a daughter who's six years old. So those are those are all the hats that I wear in my day-to-day life. Cool, cool. Okay, so let's let's dig into it. What is at the core of your uh, campaign for council? Yeah, really, the core is is housing for all. Um, when we look at what's going on here in Maui County, you know, I can't help but feel pretty worried, especially with um, the way that the pandemic increased our rates of homelessness. You know, I think before the pandemic, it was maybe a little easier to just sort of look the other way and say, oh, well, people are lazy or they're, um, they don't want to work or they're drug addicts or whatever. Um, you know, whatever the sort of mainstream narrative was about people who fall on hard times. Um, and when you're looking at the current economy on Maui and the housing increase, for me, they those narratives become myths, right? It Many, many of our unsheltered residents actually do have jobs and are looking for places, mm-hmm. are seeking help. Um, but we have a limited amount of resources here. And even the entities that are given funding to help find uh, shelter for people, like say they'll pay your uh, security deposit, right? Or, or help you um, stay in housing for six months. That's even getting harder with our rising rental costs. Um, so it's really housing for all, not just housing for people who can afford it. Um, and there's tons that falls under that umbrella because when you have housing insecurity, it's harder for our children to thrive in school. You know, if you don't have a place that's solid to stay, how are you going to get good grades? How are you going to contribute to your community? Um, it, it, it really sort of trickles out into all these areas. Um, so that's what that's what I would say a foundational aspect of my campaign is. Really, I, I want to see Maui County and the residents here thriving. And I want to see local people remain here because it's that culture that I fell in love with uh, that I don't want to change. And that is unfortunately changing. Right on. So we've got got quite a bit extra time here that you have for yourself. Is there anything else uh, while you have the the floor that uh, you're open to sharing with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, when I, before COVID had hit uh, Maui County, I had actually been going to school for human services because really at the baseline, I just, I want people to be healthy and I want them to have the resources that they need. I want families to be able to get help that they deserve. Um, and I actually switched my my focus of my education to sustainable science management. And that was because I realized that if I went into a field like mental health or social work, 
if people didn't have the basics, right? Like food, water, um, you know, if you look at what's called Maslow's hierarchy, food, mm-hmm. water, shelter, safety, community, um, then we'd really just be bailing water out of a sinking ship. So another aspect of, you know, what I'm running on and what I hope to to put into practice is really sustainable solutions, things that are looking multiple generations into the future with our decision-making instead of being very short-sighted and how we can get things up front. Because really, the decisions that are being made right now, um, we won't really see the effects of them. It's like the poor planning decisions that were made in certain areas of Kihei back in the 70s to build Mm -hmm. condos super close to the ocean. You know, Mm -hmm. we're dealing with those decisions modern day. Um, And I do believe that there is a way that we can make decisions for Maui County that will firm up our water infrastructure, that will make our our land use um, smarter, and in a way that that will give Maui County more of a fighting chance against things like climate change and, you know, what is becoming our summer wildfire season um, and, and our drought our drought situation. So, you know, Maui's is, Maui County is really interesting because we're at, we're sort of at the whim of the world when it comes to something like climate change or uh, sea level rise. Um, But I do believe that that there are things that can be done when we're thinking a little more big picture um, that can really increase our resiliency uh, as, as a county at large, but then also within specific communities, because we know, you know, even Maui has so many different communities existing all in the same place. So, um, you know, when I see areas like the West Maui Mountains that when you look at historically uh, had some of the largest dry land forest um, on Maui. And, you know, when you look at the history of that being converted to pineapple or to sugar and that dry land forest being removed, um, there were ramifications for that. And we're dealing with that currently um, in terms of how fire prone and drought ridden those areas tend to be. And that poses a huge risk to people who are living in those areas or trying to farm in those areas. Um, And so if you know or don't know, you know, dry land forests can create their own weather. They can cool down the area. Mm-hmm. They can put more moisture into the air via the trees that are in that location and actually create their own rainfall. So it's like <clears throat> one of the things I want to bring into the council is really an awareness that if we're going to make things better, we have to be thinking quite far ahead. Um, and less with instant gratification. There are things that are right up in front of us, like this housing crisis that we need to address. But then there are also things that we can be doing for our children's children. Um, And I think that culturally, there's a really a good understanding of that concept here. I just don't see it in in policy and in decision making. So that's one of the the other major things that I want to bring to the table. Dig it. So, uh, big question I'm asking everyone is, what do you think the people can do 
uh, at a time like this uh, to help support the community. Not not just for the showing up to vote, you know. What can we be doing interacting with our local government to better the community? Yeah, you know, one of the things I had to hold myself accountable for, and I would say spend less time on social media um, complaining about the things that aren't right and find the things that are within your direct sphere of influence or capability, right? We spin our wheels a lot about the things that we can't change or have influence over. But um, the thing I like about local government and just community engagement in general is that there's always something that you can do. If you see something that doesn't sit right with you, if you notice that there's a gap in care you know, start talking to people directly around you. Hey, do you notice this? Is this going on for you too? And start to brainstorm and feel empowered that really you don't have to show up that much when it comes to problem solving in the community to make a big difference. Um, of course, there's, you know, being trying to stay educated on the issues and things that we're up against. But I think that people are working so hard just to try to get by that saying, oh, engage in local government sometimes isn't really realistic. When you have a huge family and you're trying to make sure everyone's fed, you know, um, and, and at school and safe and healthy, uh, telling people to show up in the middle of their workday to, to a county hearing is not necessarily, uh, I think, a fair thing to to suggest that people are doing. But what I will say is that you know, even in our own neighborhoods, there are people who need help. There are people who um, could use a leg up. We all have access to a certain degree, even if it's just things in our pantry that are going bad, right? Um, that we're not going to eat in six months that somebody else needs right now. Um, and so I, I'd like to see more of that, more just leaning into that culture of of sharing with one another a problem solving and really feeling like I can, I can make a difference. I can, I can do something. Um, and having that confidence in yourself is really uh, where, where that started for me. And, and that path has led me here uh, based on my experience. But the things that I've seen over the past few years that have really given me hope is just regular people stepping forward and saying, there's a need in our community. I see it and I'm going to do something about it. And if I can't do everything, I'll see if other people want to help. You know, there are great examples of this in terms of like, uh, there's a heart and humanity Facebook group, which is mostly mothers um, who have extra items either for baby or food or clothing and that sort of thing. And, you know, they're posting it and saying, okay, who can come pick this up? You know, it's that kind of, tight-knit community structure that I think um, we could be living more into just in the small amount of free time that we have. You know, that's what I would encourage more than anything. Um, of course, just, yeah, taking taking charge within your, within your circle of what you can do uh, is really what I would, what I would recommend. There is, of course, please get out there and vote. Please be educated and show up for the things that you're passionate about. Um, but really take care of your neighbors, take care of that, like one block quarter, half a mile around you, um, make that your, you know, your responsibility, your area of care. Cause I think that's what, 
really will aid, you know, if, if government is working for the people and people are working for each other um, to build resilience during times of hardship, I, I think that that's equally as important. Dig it. So how can folks follow, support, and become a part of your campaign? Absolutely. Um, so I do have, um, I am on social media. Uh, it's Jordan Hawker for Maui County Council. Um, I also have a website, which is www.hawker4mauicounty.com. Um, I've got volunteer forms there. Right now, I'm really wanting to build a team of people so that we can all work a little smarter and not so hard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I do... I do wear many hats and my, my family is so important to me as our uh, family, the rest of the families in Maui County, you know, my position and my perspective really is coming from the understanding of um, how much work that takes. Um, So yeah, there's of course um, on my website, there's an ability to donate to my campaign. I am running against a three-time incumbent mm-hmm. who's uh, considerably well-funded uh, just in general, but also in comparison to myself uh, as as someone coming from a more grassroots um, background. So donations are always uh, appreciated and also the need the man and woman power uh, behind me to, to make it possible. So... Um, I can also leave my phone number. You're more than welcome to call and (laughs) talk story. I'm happy to talk to anybody um, who has questions or or wants to ask me about my positions on things. Awesome. And speaking of that, um, you know, this is a a little bit shorter of of a first interview, but I would love to have you back on to talk deeper about policy in, say, like 30 days if you have the time. Yeah, that would be great. Right on. I want to be able to try to interview all the other potential candidates for council and then put together some you know i i had some some questions that the the people would like answered and then some i i feel some policy questions that the people would like to would don't realize they need answered as well but i i think it would be great mm-hmm. if i could get you uh and the incumbent and uh you know all the other folks running for council and we could talk about those things uh both separately and as a group yeah that sounds great there's a lot there's many people throwing their hats into the race and i think that policy is you know policy and policy competence are things that we definitely need absolutely um to have more dialogue about well mahalo for joining me today um I definitely look forward to unraveling a little more uh, about you uh, as uh, we get to know you. Uh, I'm going to definitely take some time to check out uh, your website and follow along. And uh, we'll make sure to put everything in the show notes on how to get in contact with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. We've got to give everybody one fair chance to get their voice out there. It's important. Yeah, I agree with that statement. All right, well. You have a wonderful day, and we will talk more soon, okay? Okay, thank you so much, Kavika. You have a great day yourself. You too. Aloha. Okay. Ahoyo.
Rabbit Holes is a Manava Cow production. This episode was produced by Kadika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.